0: Boys, hey, how how you fellas, you been? yeah, we're back, baby.
1: <laughs> Let's
2: go. <laughs> Strangely enough, I've seen you boys more recently than uh, than not. We just haven't been here, with everybody.
1: yeah, we've seen each other face to face more than we've seen each other on zoom lately, which is uh, I don't know, the last time we could have said that, so. Welcome back to our digital friendship, I,
0: <laughs> I I know, seriously, it's been so crazy, but I'm so happy that we're back here on The Brush Breakdown. New day. We'll be dropping on Wednesdays now, mm-hmm. which is super exciting um, because hopefully that can get us all together uh, more than one time in a row and all that.
2: <laughs> New
0: streak, let's go. Yeah. So the streak, uh, yeah. So the streak starts now. But boys, I have a uh, a solid question for you.
2: Been waiting a long time for this.
0: What foods should be banned from flights?
2: Anything Chris brings on a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, there's a handful of you Jesus. that know what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> there's nothing wrong with a little protein on the road, Dan.
2: No, no, it's like your, uh, your, your BMT with extra red onions. That's all. That's that's usually (laughs)
1: what I just have a memory burn. I'm sorry. That's all it is, but, um, it's a good question. Yeah. I don't, I feel like this is a, this is an interesting question because I, I feel like the amount of food you can get on planes nowadays is like reduced. Right. I feel like there's not a lot of flights that actually offer meals anymore or do you mean like you buy it in the airport and bring it on
0: the plane oh oh, 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 oh. yeah they should just be banned honestly they should be banned from airports so you can't even think about bringing them okay on the plane there shouldn't be
1: seafood restaurants in airports you shouldn't be allowed to buy seafood you shouldn't and i've enjoyed seafood at an airport because i've been the boston airport i had a, a lovely uh What did I have like crab cake, something or other. And it was great, but like, I don't think it, yeah, that's not good for anybody. So that's the first one that comes to mind for me.
2: Yeah. Not at 35,000 feet. You don't want to (laughs) be wafting and wafting someone else's crab cakes. Um, This one's going to sound weird, but it's, I'm saying it from experience, hard boiled eggs.
1: Oh, (laughs) I'm dead serious. Dan, that makes me think of the scene from The Office when uh, Oscar brings an egg salad sandwich on a plane.
2: <laughs> Everything <laughs> stinks here back there. You got a bag of baby poop?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm dead serious. A dude across the
2: aisle in one row up for me had like homemade hard boiled eggs that he was doing the unwrapping and the unpeeling right there on a plane. And I'm thinking this will be the first time I throw up on a plane. That's nothing to do with turbulence. Yeah. So I like your seafood pick. Hard boiled eggs, hard no, and I'm throwing, I'm sticking with anything with like onions in it. I I'm I'm all for onions, but if I'm smelling your onion and I'm not taking a part of it, too strong.
0: Too strong. Wow, those are great picks. Mine, sneaky pick, because I love this food. Beef jerky. Keep it off of flights. Because I love beef jerky. And I didn't realize. That it didn't need to be on flights until I was coming home from Dan's bachelor party. And a dude next to me is eat, is eating beef jerky and just the bag, the smells, just the absolute awfulness of it all. And it wasn't even like I was hungover at this point. Because I flew home late. I flew home at like four o'clock from your bachelor party. So I was fine. It had nothing to do with me being you know, drunk or whatever. No, it was just absolutely disgusting and i started to think about what need that you shouldn't even be able to buy that at the hudson news stand (laughs) at the airport it just shouldn't even be there like it just no beef jerky beyond this point it's done like it it just gross and shouts to that guy for just being gross the whole flight
2: yeah yeah Yeah, you think good hearty snack protein fill you up you've got a long flight or whatever but you got to think about those outside factors and the people around you ban it. I'm with you. I'm with you.
1: Yeah. That, and that's my, like one of my go-to travel snacks just because it is so high protein, but like, admittedly I feel bad when I, if it's in the car or if I was in an airplane, (laughs) I, I, I know, like, I know what I'm doing to other people and I feel bad about it. It's, it's, it's a kind of a catch 22.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. Hard boiled eggs. I don't even know what I would do. I feel that like guy, I would just, like dude, that's wrong. He's just trying
1: to be a dick. There's no other way you come onto it. who brings that. <laughs> that's
2: ridiculous. I Correct. might. I might. While we're going through intros here, I might. I have a picture of it. I have a picture of him <laughs> doing it. And he was dressed so weird as well. So I'm going to do some searching like, yeah, you have to know what you're doing. First, like so that should have been stopped the TSA security. This is on you, TSA, first of all, because he didn't buy those somewhere. <laughs> these were homemade those shouldn't have been allowed through there period it starts with you it starts with you fix it
0: fix it yeah that's a weapon of mass destruction for sure <laughs> that's <laughs> terrible well what's up it's dd Dee Dee here in los angeles christen danner in pittsburgh it's the brunch breakdown podcast our first one uh actually our second one this month we didn't miss that many weeks as many as i thought we did i thought we were like off it. this podcast for like two months but like we weren't. We're, we're back. Don't worry, people. <laughs> we do this for free. We do this for you. We do this for the art. Today on the show, we're going to be uh, telling you beers because we love beers. Brews Day is coming up. We'll be getting random topics up our chest and we've got a cool breakfast. Pick one and a uh, music. Uh, pick the eras that I saw this morning that I'm really excited to uh, go through with you boys. But uh, before we get too far into the brunch breakdown, Dan, let everybody know where they can find us.
2: That's right. In case you forgot, and now debuting on Wednesdays, you can find The Brunch Breakdown everywhere podcasts are found. Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, all of those, plus many, many more. Uh, Once again, every Wednesday, new episodes every Wednesday from now on. Hit follow, hit subscribe, so let those episodes come to you. Be ready to download and take on the go. Uh, Full videos Also, will be available on Wednesday mornings, 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern, and of course, available on demand anytime you want to watch on our YouTube page and our Facebook page. Speaking of our Facebook page, you can find us there for everything social media, clips we have throughout the week, fun graphics that we'll share. Also on Twitter, Instagram, trailer, and TikTok, all at Brunch Breakdown. And don't forget, Sounds of Brunch. Every maybe Thursday now or Friday. We'll try to aim for Thursday. The sounds of brunch exclusively on
0: Spotify. All of the new stuff of what we're listening to. Love it. Well, it's time. Let's get random topics off our chest. Chris, get it started, man. What's on your mind? Get it off your chest.
1: Um, okay. I, uh, <laughs> this is so random. I think I figured out And yes, I'm about to talk about football in April. I think I figured out why I like one of the reasons why I like college football so much more than professional football. And I figured this out by watching the USFL because you're damn right. If there's football on TV and it's live, no matter the level of, uh, I don't know, expertise of the players and the play on the field. Your boy is watching. So I've been watching USFL football. Uh, my wife is thrilled about it. And um, I was kind of like intrigued by just the fact that like, I didn't know who any of these guys were and, and where the hell they came from. And like, even how this league was put together. I still have a lot of questions. Still have a lot of things that I don't understand about the USFL. Like, did you guys know they have names in cities for all the teams, but they're all just playing in one city? Did you know that? I didn't know that until I started watching the Pittsburgh Maulers. Where's their home field? It is in Birmingham, Alabama, just like the Houston team and all the other Las Vegas, the Tampa Bay, they're all playing in Birmingham. Uh, so I find it fascinating. And I think what I, the conclusion I came to was like part of the reason I like college football so much more than the NFL is that like there's always that turnover. You know what I mean? Like there's always different players. You're never going to have a quarterback on one team for more than like two to three years. And then it's going to turn over. And then there's like storylines about like, okay, well, how's this team going to do with a new running back or quarterback or wide receiver, whatever the position may be. Whereas like, In the NFL, it's just like whoever the star players are, for the most part, they're on the same damn team, and it's the same damn things people are talking about every year. And I think this is top of mind for me because it's draft week two, and we're talking about the same things that we always talk about, reading the same things you always read about. Nothing ever changes about it. Like I thought it would be so cool if Aaron Rodgers... Went somewhere else and everybody said he was going to. And guess what? No, he didn't. He's on the same damn team. He always was. And it's just going to be the same storylines and same players. And I'm not all that interested in it, but yeah, I will watch the games, but I think I figured that out. I like a little bit of unpredictability, a little bit of change, a little bit of like, I don't know what's going on. I like that in my sports. That's what I figured out. And I want to thank the USFL for starting up. Um, Will there be a year or two? Probably not. But it helped me get this wonderful realization. And um, I thought, what better place to talk about football in April than the Brunch Breakdown
0: podcast? Because of my love of spring football. <laughs> hey, man, let's go. I was waiting for it. <laughs> God saw so all oh. these people going to spring games and I'm just like, dude, I, dude, for the life of me, it, it, it makes me mad. And I love for people to do things that make them happy. I want people to do all the things that make them happy because you know what I do too. But when I see people going to spring football games, I'm just like, you guys just like practice. No, no.
1: See, I, I, now I'm getting mad at what you're getting mad at because nobody goes to spring football games to like, see the play on the field it's an excuse to tailgate that is the one reason that people go to spring football games and that that is a that is a scientific fact
0: i don't know why people go in the cold in the rain that's what i don't understand
1: oh yeah well that's fair we didn't we didn't go this year
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say in pittsburgh it's not really a great tradition of weather
1: but what, one last thing i'll say and then we can get off because this is a stupid topic i admit <laughs> it um there's a documentary about this league and I would actually recommend you watch the documentary. It's like on weekly on, I think Fox sports one or whatever. Oh man. Um, because the Pittsburgh Maulers actually kicked a guy off the team because he went to a buffet and they like only had chicken salad and he wanted pizza and he got mad because he, they didn't have pizza, and that's what he wanted. And they kicked him off the team. This—it's entertainment, babe. I'm t- I'm telling you, it's entertainment. At least tune in for the documentary because it's very entertaining.
0: Do we have a name?
1: I don't. Uh, I don't know. I'll go. I'll look it up.
0: Look it up right now because I think we just found a new segment for the brunch breakdown, and it is called our brunch breakdown employee of the week. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was going to say, please don't ask us to watch this weekly. I'll watch it for
1: you guys. I'm already there. Are
2: fascinating programs on Netflix? It's called
1: United by Football: A Season in the USFL. Why aren't we on TV? That's (laughs) that's the question. How is this program not on television?
0: Wow, I love this guy. I am yeah, our bruncher of the week, employee of the week, each week one of us will pick our bruncher of the week. I love it. This week, it is this unnamed man. guy from a team that I didn't even know existed <laughs>
1: until t-
2: two minutes out. ago. Shout him out by the end of this episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow.
2: Oh, man. Dan, get it off your chest. Um, so as you boys know, I've been back in the office, and apparently so is everybody else because traffic's absurd, by the way. But – amen. Now with people back in the office, people are getting a little too comfortable because they've been at home for two years and they're treating the office common area kitchens like their home and it's disgusting and I need to get this off my chest. It's pretty common in most offices around the country that there are shared kitchens, cafeterias, whatever you want to call them. And the people that I interact with at work disgust me because they treat these kitchens and sink areas like it's their personal home, their personal sink. And it's absolutely disgusting. The office sink isn't for soaking your dishes from your morning breakfast okay, or your goulash lunch. It's not for soaking. So it sits there that every time everybody walks by to fill up their water bottle or to get a fork or a yogurt, your gross goulash dish is sitting in the sink, okay? Not somewhere you leave your Tupperware after you're done and be like, I'll get it at the end of the day. No, you get it now and you get it out. This is shared for everybody, okay? Like people literally leave dirty knives out all day. They use it in the morning, they leave it out all day or a cutting board, they leave it out all day. These are not okay things to do in a shared common space, ladies and gentlemen, Um, like if you, I can't imagine what these people treat their actual home kitchens. Like if this is how they're treating like a professional shared environment. So that's what kind of scares me about this. I feel like it's gotta be worse than just like piles of dishes, just stacked up sitting there all day until someone decides to clean them up. These dirt bags that I work with are really, really grossing me out. And one other thing we have a dishwasher because we have, you know, we try to be eco-friendly. So instead of a bunch of paper plates, we have dishes and silverware that people can share and use and got the dishwasher there. There's like two or three people that like the one run the dishwasher only on their time. So like they have early lunch. They feel like it's time to run the dishwasher with all their dirty goulash Tupperware. They run it. And then anybody else that has lunch after them are then forced to hand wash or leave their dirty shit in the sink it's this full cycle because the dishwasher is being run at twelve fifteen, rather than like maybe we should wait until everybody's done with lunch and then run the dishwasher i'm sick of these people I'm sick of working with them I'm sick of these kitchens I'm sick of what they do to our refrigerator clean up your dirty habits people I'm sick of working with you name names
0: <laughs> uh, might as well tell us exi- tell close. everybody
1: exactly where you work and then just, and <laughs> just do it just do it um i Can love we, n- yeah. two things about this this story uh, although it does sound awful yeah. um i i love hearing you say the word goulash with a just a twinge of yinzer i think that's great just a hint of it is it there <laughs> yeah but the goulash and but then um also, what is goulash? Like, do, are you sure that somebody had goulash?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, <laughs> so goulash is, a,
2: is people refer to it as different things, but I think most commonly it's just like a concoction of like leftover things where it's usually like elbow macaroni noodles and uh, a meat sauce that has vegetables. And it's just like a goulash of stuff that you had leftover and a lot of that. love Love a good goulash, but I don't need to see the remnants of it. Like wash it and take it back to your desk. Love a good g- goulash. I also, just... goulash, not on planes. Not oh on planes. God. Not okay.
0: All right. I wrote it down while you were talking, but you said it like 20 times after that. It's goulash brunch, guys. That's yeah, what we're doing. 100%. That's It's yeah. done. And it's also, I had to brunch. learn how to spell goulash because I just put goo lash. And it's G O U. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So,
0: yeah.
1: dirty goulash brunch. Here we go. Goulash. Um,
2: <laughs> also, dirty goulash brunch, hard boiled egg brunch. By the way, Real mm-hmm. quick update from what I was talking about earlier with Mr. Hardboiled Eggs on the plane. The bad news is that I have for you. I don't have a photo, but I made a vine of it, and unfortunately, that son bitch is dead and long gone. So <laughs> I tweeted about it in September of 2013 when it happened. Um, I do have a photo of the gentleman um, on the plane. Oh,
1: wait, this was like a decade ago. <laughs> I thought apparently you meant I it thought it was like,
2: was like 2016. It was 2013.
1: I thought this happened thought like two it, weeks ago. I thought it was when you were flying to Coachella. Oh yeah. no,
2: no. Luckily, luckily. Because no. <laughs>
1: that's like, how I, bad it was. That's how bad it was.
2: 10 years ago in my brain. First thing I thought of. It's like, how did they get on Vine? That's incredible. It's a Vine memory, long <laughs> gone now. Sad. Sad.
0: Oh, boys. All right. I got to get this off my chest. Uh, I've been very busy over the last month, like extremely busy. I'm very happy to not have to do anything until basically dance. Well, my, I have a friend getting married the week before, but that's here. So I'm happy. Oh, but I really don't you. have any traveling to do until for like a month. So I'm very happy about that. But uh, I have a question for you. Um, which do you think is harder? Three days going through the desert, drinking hard, doing all the things with the homies, jumping around, dancing, singing. At Coachella, or two days of Disneyland with children. Ooh, <laughs> I've never Talkin', done either of
1: those. But I talking mentally or physically. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be Disneyland. Is your answer? It yes. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it should be,
2: but it feels like it will be. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like it should be, but oh my god, it is.
0: It is absolutely because. There's something about Coachella physically, and you know why. You look at the miles on your phone or your Apple Watch or whatever it is, and you see how many miles you've walked, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's why my knees hurt. I've been doing, like, 40,000 steps a day. Like, you get it. You completely understand. You come in there not doing that every day, and then all of a sudden you are. You might have the wrong shoes on, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. You get it, right? So it's like the physical toll of Coachella, you understand. Disneyland. It is not only physical. It is mental because all of the things you have to do at home to like chill your kids out or, you know, running and like catching your kids, making sure that like your 18 month old doesn't just like run into a different family, you know, while you're in line waiting for some ride or whatever. And you have to do all that stuff while walking, like. 30,000 steps while walking miles in the sun is 90 degrees the other day and in Anaheim. And you're just like going through all of that. And I didn't think about any of this until Monday when I was dead tired, like dead tired. I went to bed last night earlier than I've went to bed since probably, I don't know, elementary school. Like (laughs) I went to bed so early last night and so did my wife. We were so super tired from Disneyland I did not feel this way after Coachella we went out that night after Coachella like that tells you right there guys Disneyland with your kids heart I also don't um recommend anyone taking their kids to Disneyland before they're six I don't wow don't or Disney World whatever Disney anything till they're six years old and if you do that I don't want to say you have a problem I just want to say it's just unnecessary six is a perfect age for that you know there was a kid who was six with us uh and uh my friend hat's kid that, that's the reason why we went my friend hat was in town and we went with his six and three year old and then we have our two kids and man oh man was it just the difference of a six-year-old and three-year-olds at the park wow. six is your age guys anybody who thinks we got to go to disney because we got to get the pictures we got to do the cute things no, you don't wait till they're six. Do it.
1: Six is the salary floor.
0: Six is the floor. If you can wait, if you you can wait till nine, they can freaking (laughs) walk around Disney by themselves. You can get drunk. It doesn't even matter. But six, that's your age right there. I learned that this weekend and I learned that Disneyland harder than Coachella.
1: Six makes sense because like, I don't know until you're a certain age as a kid, like you're not going to really remember it. Right. Oh yeah. Right.
0: That's yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: That's that's another factor. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. I think like what you were saying there, Didi was like the mental aspect of it where like, yeah, at Coachella, you're probably walking more. First of all, we're not working on pavement and you're walking (laughs) on pavement there. So that's brutal. And when you're walking at Coachella, you just have a general direction that you're going. Yeah. You might have to look out make sure you got the, the, the crew with you, you don't lose anybody, but like your eyes aren't going like pinging around, making sure that both of your kids aren't getting lost and hitting this guy and running this way and checking the other one. And we got everybody with us like that feels like mentally just. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Yeah. I, now it all makes sense. Now it all makes sense. And you're pushing them in the stroller or you're carrying them or you're like, just imagine you're standing in a line. I don't care what amusement park it is. You're in the line for like 45 minutes and your kid just refuses to have their feet touch the ground. They just refuse. And you're holding them for 45 minutes. Dude. Telling you, telling you. Wait, everybody, everybody. Wait, listen to your friend. Wait. This is good advice. This is good advice. I had to get that off my chest. (laughs) And man, uh, it's time to get into Bruce Day. I was going to say, I think you need it right now. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get right into Bruce Day. Uh, Chris, what are you sipping on, my friend?
1: Uh, so I'm not sipping on oh, that's right. anything because I'm sick um, and I'm having water, here. Oh, but, but you're here. I'm I'm going to cede uh, my time to show you this uh, Pittsburgh okay. Maulers running back cut over pizza <laughs> dispute <The laughs> SFL kicked off their first week of their return season over the weekend. But what caught most of the attention of football fans was the Pittsburgh Maulers moving on from their running back. Davion Smith, uh, the Pittsburgh head coach Kirby Wilson told Smith he was being released because of a confrontation with a member of the food staff, an argument that was over pizza. Um, Davion Smith did, tweet about this after he was caught uh, cut and said he was never made aware that he violated any team rules so there's video of the guy getting cut on Twitter highly recommend you look it up it's hilarious he's just like I didn't even say something mean I just asked for pizza it's very very funny check it out uh, I'm having water what are you guys drinking
0: shouts to Davion Smith bruncher Brunch of, of, of the week, week. <laughs> All right, uh, boys, I've got blood orange wit. Oh, yeah. I've got a Belgian style wit ale brewed with oranges and coriander. Oh, Oh, fancy. Let's go. Big shouts to Temecula craft beer. Uh, Temecula famous for the two guys on Twitter who were going to fight over their love of Kobe Bryant in Temecula. Hashtag meet me in Temecula. This was like (laughs) 10, 15 years ago. A classic, classic old school Twitter moment right there, Temecula. Yeah, right.
2: Oh, this is going to be a fascinating, fascinating beer. It sounds wonderful. Oh yeah, look at the poor. This guy's poured a beer before.
0: Oh, I'm good, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Didi and I enjoyed a Pacifico. We're 15 while we were <laughs> uh,
0: together. By the way, yeah, we're 15. <laughs> oh yeah, this is good. This is good. I was nervous a little bit. But no, this is good. I taste all the orange in there? Yeah.
2: Belgian orange. All makes mm-hmm. sense, right? Oh yeah.
0: I like it. All right. Well, yeah. This is a this is good. I'm going to be sipping on this with a very big smile on my face. I love it. Blood orange wit. Temecula Craft Beer Company. All right. Beautiful. That's what I'm sipping on. Well, let's Damn, keep it in the what you got?
2: Let's, let's keep it in the orange family and uh Christopher Gates, uh, I know you're not partaking in Brews Day today, but uh, I think this one pertains to you. Central Waters Brewing Company, I've been holding on this for beer for far too long. The Tangerine Dream, did you give this to me? No? Then it was Ryan. Shouts to you, Ryan. This is bre- <laughs> Brewed and Canned in Amherst, Wisconsin. It's a Wisconsin oh, my goodness beer. gracious. Yeah. I, I, I that know. does
1: sound like something I would do, but I've never seen that before.
2: I think this is a good friend, uh, a good friend of the program, avid listener Ryan. It's not Ryan, it's Ryan. The Central Waters Brewing Company, Tangerine Dreams. I'm not having this in the winter time. You know what I mean? And I'm dreaming of Tangerine Dreams. So this looks like we've got uh, it's stupendous, fr- stupendous frothy milkshake IPA brewed with tangerines. So we're gonna make sure. All right, we didn't explode. It's been sitting in the fridge for a minute, so we were a little fearful of that, but that's okay. Um, I'm ready for this one, boys. I'm expecting dreamsicle tangerine. Give me that good stuff. Let's go. Oh, good gravy. Dad. Whoa. I just got a whole rejuvenation here on a Tuesday <laughs> evening. This is delightful. This is a wonderful beer. I got to go back in. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's great. So much like. True tangerine flavor. Not any of that artificial garbage. It doesn't, honestly, it doesn't taste like orange. It's tangerine. It's creamy. It does. It tastes like a, like a tangerine Cream creamsicle, if you will. Not too hoppy. Ooh. Shouts to Central Waters, man. Uh, you know, Wisconsin beer. Shouts to you, Ryan, for this delightful tangerine dreams for ruse.
0: I love it. Great beer. Nice. I love the look on your face, Dan. You look so happy.
2: Oh, yeah. It's yeah. It's I needed this today. This is a much needed beer aside from the gross people I work with. So (laughs) I cheers to you boys. (laughs)
0: Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Oh, man. Oh, and my beer is uh, from refuge brewery. It says Semecula Craft Brew Company at the top. I don't know why, but. It's Refuge Brewery, at Refuge Brewery. So check that out. Get a chance. Or Blood Orange Wit. All right, let's get into this main menu, boys. We have a breakfast pick one that Chris brought to the Brunch Breakdown group message or Twitter feed or something like that at some point (laughs) in the past month that we haven't (laughs) recorded. And uh, we are going to it right now. Chris, take it away.
1: Yeah, so this one is One Has Got to Go. There are six options, and um, this is. I think. I think this is difficult. The options are grits, coffee, hash browns, sausages, eggs, and orange orange juice. You have to get rid of one.
0: It's just not right.
1: Yeah, it's not right, and I think we should approach this with. The frame of mind of these are all prepared at their best. Cause I think there are some of these on mm-hmm. here that, like, well, if I show up and like this is not great, then that's an easy one to get rid of. No, like, assume that each of these are all made to your 100% liking.
0: Oh my God. Like,
2: can I throw in another curveball? I Why? just want to make sure we're on the same page. So orange juice on here would then it, it would then mean that mimosas are out. Am I are we on the same page? Yeah. If you're eliminating you, an orange juice, you're oh. also by in, in fact, you're also eliminating mimosas for brunch because Yeah.
0: Yeah, by yeah, right? Okay. Yeah.
1: Just, just, wanted, like, just wanted to clarify. Yeah, eggs would be like any form of, like these are scrambled eggs, and they, but it could be omelets. It could be, you know, any type. Right. Of, yeah. So, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Same Ooh. thing with coffee. There's a million times of coffee. Right. Yes. Yeah. There that you go. That just made it more difficult. Cool. Yep. Glad I said something. Oh, man. <laughs> this is hard.
1: It's really hard. Like, I, I can't... I can't get rid of coffee. I'll tell you that right off the bat. Like I, I have to have coffee. So that's like, there are some no brainers like that coffee for me. And I think eggs probably like I, I, that, that is a non-negotiable for me. Oh my gosh.
0: Like (sighs) eggs. No, I mean, or coffee. Definitely not like that's Yeah. It's, it's not even a question. Like I can't, there's no way around that. Um, Hash browns, I can't. I love home fries too much.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Like
0: yeah. in any hash brown adjacent item, I love so much.
2: <laughs> family O hash brown.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like I'm a big fan of the hash brown family. I love the family tree and the hash brown family. So yeah. Ah, uh, uh, man. I had an amazing omelet this weekend. I can't even think about that. This is. <sighs> All right, I'm going to start it. Grits, that's it. And I, wow. hate the, and I hate myself for saying it. I hate, I like, I honestly hate myself for saying it, but I don't know. I don't, otherwise, I just sit here and be silent. I don't like, I'm <laughs> supposed to talk on this podcast. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. So, <laughs> grits, I don't know. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: man, I mean, I'm with you guys on coffee. Coffee can't go anywhere, it really can't. And oh, man, eggs, I can't. I can't remove. When I first saw the graphic, I thought orange juice, I can do without orange juice, but that's why you really have to think deeper and think, yeah, that takes mimosas out. So I can't do that. I can't, I can't do that. Also, why is orange juice raised above the photo and not in caption position like the rest of these on this graphic? Sorry, as a person (laughs) that deals with this type of stuff and it's in the black font, it just bothers the hell out of me. Put it down with everything else. Um, I think it's coming down to, sausage and grits for me the problem is i love both of these things the other problem is i've had brunch items with grits that are life-changing but i you have to be like choosy about when you have a shrimp and grits or a grits based brunch meal you know what i mean you have to know you have to be going to a place you have to be ordering at a place where you have to be making it if you really know how to make them right grits can just be like blah. If you're getting them at no offense if you're getting them at bob evans or whatever like you're not doing grits right friends you're just not that that would be easy get them out of there but if we're talking upscale type of things like like i said shrimp and grits anywhere in the south i mean holy heck those are life-changing meals but sausage is wonderful sausage is wonderful so all right i'm ripping the band-aid off sausage i, I hate i hate myself but I'm saying sausage. <laughs> I, uh,
1: I, I, Dan, I'm with you on grits and how it can be like really bad or really good. And I've, I've had really good grits in the South to know that. Like, that's kind of why grits is kind of why I started this off by saying like, imagine these in their best form Best form. Yeah. Cause grits in their best form. I, I, I can't get rid of. Um, I think I'm going orange juice. I think I'm going orange wow. juice because I can still find a, if I want to have alcohol at breakfast or brunch, I can find a, a beer that'll fit. There you go. Yeah. Dan. A tangerine dream, if yeah. you will. Tangerine dream. I can find a tangerine <laughs> dream. Um, so I think I'm going to go orange juice because that allows me to have coffee. I still get my caffeine, right? But then I can, I can find a different alcohol to fit that. But like, man, I'm all- I'm all about these food items, all
0: four of them. This topic sucks. <laughs> so grits, sausage, orange juice. So, that is yeah. what we're taking away. Us, and I don't yeah. feel good about any of this.
1: And think about it. If you took grits, sausages, and orange juice, that's a damn good oh. breakfast. <laughs> oh,
0: what?
2: I know. I thought about that. With I'm removing sausage. I'm also removing it from any grit, grits-based meal I had, which is heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that at all.
0: But (laughs) it's, it's so, I don't, it just sausage comes with so many things is why I couldn't pick it. Mm. And I just love breakfast. And I'm just thinking of these. Okay. So let's change this up like real quick. What if you had to pick three of these to make your perfect breakfast?
1: Go. I love how you said real quick, like that's possible. (laughs) That's real quick. Hardest question of the day. Yeah. 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 Answer it. Five seconds or less.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to let you guys go. So I can think the whole time.
1: (laughs) I think, (laughs) I think coffee eggs and probably grits. Probably. Right. If I go like, eggs hash browns and sausages i just feel like i'm just like okay so i, I want to go through the drive-thru at mcdonald's like no, yeah I wanna, right <laughs> i want to not that I can I get bad. the
2: american breakfast special please <laughs> at every restaurant in america
1: <laughs> yeah so coffee eggs and grits for me
2: oh i'm uh okay coffee grits i'm definitely i'm doing those two damn it I'm looking at you, hash browns. You look sexy. <laughs> uh, eggs. Oh, give me eggs. Oh,
0: God, I'm with you.
2: Oh, that's a harder question,
0: man. It, like orange juice, mimosa, eggs, omelet, and it's so weird. I'm gonna say grits, even though I gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this was the worst topic ever. Like, dude, screw you, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> I knew. I
1: knew that one was meant. For, that was the debate. All of these brunch courts that we've been having and stuff like that. It was meant for that moment. And um, I don't know. I had something. if we, got it. Something for if we got it right today. Damn it! You do? I I did. No, I'll, I have a uh, a taste
2: test, which. We'll have to save. We'll tease it. We'll have All to right. tease it for next, we'll next tease time. It? A right. former brunch court item tease. will be te- We'll be tasted live on air
0: next week. Well, shouts to in rotation on Instagram for this um, next topic. You can only pick one era. So it goes the songs from 2000, 2005, 2006, 2010, 2011 to 2015, and 2016 to 2020. And uh, when I saw this, I'm like, this is damn near impossible. I don't know what the wrong answer is for this. I honestly don't. Um, It just depends on your taste and where your head is. heads at and in mine, I don't know where it is at the moment. But uh, 2005, hot in here. Nelly in the club, all falls down. Drop it like it's hot and gold digger. 2006, 2010, hustling. Rick Ross, stronger. Amilly, pursuit of happiness. Over by Drake, 2011 to 2015, The Motto, uh, I Don't Like, Versace, Hot Boy, and uh, My Way, Shouts to Fetty Wap, and uh, 2016 and 2020, Black Beatles, Bodak Yellow, Sicko Mode, Earthquake by Tyler the Creator, Tyler the Creator, and The Box by Roddy Rich. Guys, looking at this, a lot of bangers from these five-year increments here. What you got? Which era you choosing?
1: i found this easy
0: mm. oh yeah
1: uh, oh
2: wait where's my whiteboard i bet you i can predict chris's answer
1: <laughs> let's see let's give dan a second does dan have his whiteboard
2: where's my marker
1: is this like the uh, what, oh. like that dating game right where oh yeah they write it and then flip it around when they ask a question yeah um there's only so much time I can kill, Dan. Do you have a I whiteboard? know. I'm sorry. I tried. I, can't, I found yeah, my I'm whiteboard. Like, I can't find nah, my dude. marker. Um, Go ahead. You can guess. How about, how about I'll put the number up behind
2: my hand. Like, it's still changing. a it, lot. This is, this is <laughs> too much. Okay. It's, it's, it's doing the doing? first one. It's 2000, 2005. For no, you're it's, wrong. It's the first one. No, it's the second one. It's totally. <laughs> 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 definitely
1: 2006, 2010. <laughs> Yeah. 2006, 2010 was college for me. So, like those I just have so many partying memories with all of those songs. Um, Pursuit of Happiness is still such a good song. Like, still such a good song. Over I got a lot of memories of that one. Uh a- Amelie Stronger, Kanye, Hustling Rick. Like, yeah, that's that's my pick. And that's not the, it was easy, but that's not to say that the other eras are there's there's really good songs in every era, but that this one was easy for me.
2: I wouldn't use the word easy for me, Um, but it did come down to two eras that rose a little bit more above the other two. And I got stuck between the early eras, 2000 to 2005, 2006 to 2010. This is like, you know, grits and eggs. You cannot go wrong. You cannot go wrong with either of these choices, but my heart led me to 2000, 2005, Nelly, 50 Cent, Kanye, Snoop, Kanye again, by the way, Kanye's on this whole, this thrick three or four times in these different areas, eras speaks true to Kanye, but I love all the songs from 06 to 10. And I'd probably want to listen to that. Now, those five, like, if you're saying which one do you want to hear now, probably, I would probably want to hear those five, but that first group is just more entrenched memories in the, you know, how iconic those songs
0: were. But it was, it was tough. It was really tough between those two. Yeah. Th- this was not easy for me, but 2011, 2015, that just reminds me of, jimmy d's or steel <laughs> oh what's it carson city saloon not steel city saloon carson hey, city damn saloon. right it's not <laughs> not yet <laughs> <Or Carson City> <laughs> Saloon, <laughs> because that was just a very i mean party period of my life was 2011 to 2015 and all those songs are just party songs like all of them like you were just on the dance floor jumping or something or whatever. Like literally the softest song on here is my way by Fetty Wap. Like, and <laughs> Hey, you gotta have a song to dance with a girl to at some point. But yeah, uh, I, I just love that. The, the motto. I, I don't like it's Versace hot boy. And just, Oh my God. I, I love, I love so many of these songs on this list. I just, that's 2011, 2015, just straight fire for me. All bangers.
2: We all, went, we all went different again here. This is kind of rare form for us that we've all made different choices. Um, I mean, this is another one you really can't, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with these. This is extremely difficult. Um, and yeah, it hits it hits all those different eras of our lives. Like you've all said, like one was, you know, it's high school and it's college and they all kind of, you know, it was like the, now that's what I call music bracket when we did that you had to kind of look at it in those different ways of how those songs meant then versus how they mean now and how great they are now um like in 20 years which one the which groups are going to be most memorable then of those songs you know not just the older ones like the older ones stick out because they've been around longer but are they long-term better songs oh yeah who, who, yeah, this was, uh, who was this again, DD, that shared this? This is, this is I hot. think it was
0: on rotation on Instagram. I believe okay. that's what it's called. Well,
2: screw them for because this is really not fair. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, a difficult gulag, difficult brunch. Yeah, it's been, guys, just like take yeah. a couple
1: weeks off, and it's like the hardest test of the year. I know we have these amazing topics thanks to these people we don't know. And we're like, screw that guy, you know, <laughs> for putting together that graphic that gave us content for our podcast. Yeah. Maybe we need to start
2: doing that. The other podcast, some of difficult content. We don't discuss it. We just put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we're not talking about that. You guys can go ahead and do that. Yeah. We yeah. did that actually in Charleston. DD was the, uh, it was like the backup singer or like the other oh. singers bracket. Remember?
1: TM. We're still, we're doing that. <laughs> to workshopping it still.
0: We're doing that. Uh,
1: never mind. I don't yeah. know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's, that's, that's big. That's got big summer energy. That, that whole <laughs> <bracket's> got... <laughs> yeah that's that's big summer energy that's a that's a brunch special we're gonna like pre-record yeah. a month of episodes doing yeah. that somebody yeah. teases let's go yeah yes. get yeah get ready get ready for that one like I'm probably gonna make that bracket on the flight to your wedding <laughs> so get ready for that because I need everybody I you just want to the whole big groomsman argument and just pass it around at tables at your wedding that's <laughs> all anyone's talking about
2: and invites the rehearsal dinner can't wait
0: yeah it's gonna be awesome <laughs> can't wait all right well uh let's get into what we are listening to which I feel like is gonna be super packed I don't know uh I feel like I've got like six songs I could throw in here or 10 songs I could throw in here at this point but uh yeah uh since I've known what Dan is listening to because I've seen way too much of Dan, Chris <laughs> what are you listening to man
1: yeah um I've actually stumbled upon a bunch of bands lately that are completely new to me and have music out in the last, what, like full albums out in the last one to two years, which is exciting. Okay. Um, I'm in some like Spotify wormhole now where they're showing me pop punk bands that I, I really enjoy that don't they have like less than 10,000 monthly followers. And I'm like, all right, it. this is where I want to be. You know, this is where I want to be. Um, so the first band I want to talk about, they're called Honey Creek. Um, I believe they're actually from Wisconsin, which as one of Wisconsin's two true sons, me and Giannis, um, I am qualified to recommend this band. They have an album from 2020 called A Whole Year in Transit. And like, it actually has, this goes back to something we've talked about a lot on this podcast before, about how like, it's cool. You can put music out so easily now, but it's like, it's reduced what albums are you know, because there's so many pre-release tracks and some people just don't even put out albums. This album like actually has a start to finish and a flow and a theme throughout it, which is really, I love it. I've listened to it several times um, and I would highly, rec- I'm going to put the, the song I want to put on the playlist is D-O-G-D. and But I would highly recommend if you like that song, like go listen to this entire album because it's like actually a listening experience, which I really enjoyed. So Honey Creek, that's my first one this week.
0: Nice. Dan, what you got?
2: Well, besides listening to the entire Coachella playlist leading up to Coachella for the past month and (laughs) um, listening to all the Coachella artists debut new songs at Coachella, which, by the way, don't. Bad idea. (laughs) Please stop. Please stop. There's a lot, a lot of that, A a lot
0: of that this year. Weird. a lot way too much that was the thing so don't yeah. do that it's like carly um, ray jepson don't care about this song you have out called western winds don't care
2: not here for it no nope. not here for it so but some other new music that i found not at coachella we'll start with a band out of boston a funk pop band if you will called ripe and their song settling um, i heard this maybe about two two three weeks ago and I became instantly addicted. It's like funk meets ska meets pop, all in one. It's super dancey. It's super fun. It has a there's a severe threat of it entering the wedding playlist with just a few weeks to go. It's that good. Check these dudes out. Uh, crank down the windows. Blast this one.
0: Settling by Ripe. Nice. That's a lot of meeting going on (laughs) there's a lot of meeting going on in that song i can't wait to hear it all right uh camilla cabello put out her album familia and there is a song on here that i want to yell at people about because i tell people music to listen to on instagram on twitter all the time no one tells me anything and it makes me mad because this song don't go yet which i was like tweeting about like a crazy person they're like it's been out since july so to the people who I always give music suggestions to on this podcast and other places, you're worthless. I hate you. Why no one told me about this song last summer, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, Don't Go Yet is a freaking jam. And this whole album is a jam. And I mean, shouts to Camila Cabello. She put out an absolute just great body of work. I love this thing. So, but Don't Go Yet, jam. All right. Wow.
1: If it, if it helps, I haven't heard it, Dee, Dee. So I wasn't leaving you in the cold there with not giving you the, the heads up.
0: All right. All I'm right.
1: Pro- you probably already knew that, though, did you?
0: Listen, you'll be singing it in the car. You'll uh, clapping your hands. You'll be losing your... when this. I'm t- it's amazing.
1: I'm excited. I love clapping my hands when I listen to music. I'm like a hand clapper while driving. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Okay, I'm legitimately going to try and get through my next one. I don't know why that was so far.
2: Andy, do you know how to high five? Not right now. I'm driving.
1: <laughs> oh my God. I'm legit- We're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. <laughs> the bridge
0: breakdown is back. Woo!
1: i'm legit crying like hard over here okay my uh my second recommendation is a band called feelbacks they are from rome italy a pop punk band from rome italy i've never found a pop punk band from rome italy that's a primary reason i want to put them on the playlist this week because that in itself i find to be very cool they have a song called 90s guys which is um it's a, it's a, it's a bunch of nostalgia wrapped up in three minutes, which I always enjoy. And, uh, again, if you like this song, there's, their album paradox, uh, came out last year. I've been listening to the whole album and I've really enjoyed that as well. I've clapped my hands many times listening to it, but, uh, feelbacks. That's my second thing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, next
2: trap up for me is, uh, you know, I love a good collab. And we had one, uh, I think this past week from Suburban and my girl Benny come together. Uh, so I put Suburban on the playlist a while ago. Uh, he hasn't really put out a whole ton of mu- new music lately, but he's kind of known for this like spooky, almost haunted house vibe songs. And you guys, you'll hear it right away. You'll hear that like that old timey organ um, at the beginning of this song. So he teams up for, with Benny for this short track. Uh, called uh-oh and Didi i think it'll be one of major's favorite songs because he loves saying uh-oh so yes yeah so get, uh, get uh-oh cranking between uh Suburban and benny he's gonna love it uh again short track but two great artists coming together for this really really cold sound so check it out
0: All right. Uh, Vince Stables just put out a new album called Ramona park. Broke my heart. I saw him at Coachella and I was super excited to hear this song. It's called a free the homies and it sounds just as awesome live. And, uh, yeah. And it's amazing. So it's just got a perfect laid back summer feel and it's just awesome. So check it out.
1: Nice. Uh, my last one is admittedly, um, Oh, I, I like the song, but it I'm contractually obligated to tell you every time Beba Doobie is on a song um, and Beba Doobie actually put out a, a new. The last t- few times I put her on the playlist, she's been featured, but no Beba Doobie. See you soon. Brand new song out. And it's got that it's got it's got that Biebs vibe that I love. How new is it? Uh, one day ago.
2: Really? Yes. Why do I do feel like I knew that song.
1: You know what? Like she might have C, like the be- letter C,
2: the letter U. C. No, like the okay. words. I'm mixing that up with somebody else. Then, okay, very good. Yeah, very good. Newbies, just, New oh, just testing you. Just testing you. Don't uh,
1: test me on. I says, get. I brought Bieber Doobie to the table. I know, but then I, 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 know, I, B-B-B. I, I elevated Bieber Okay, I'm, I'm here to. Elevate, so thank you for your recommendation. Elevate,
2: yes, of course, and got to see BB Doobie at Live at Coachella. That girl is a freaking superstar in the making. Like, we already didn't know that she had an episode named after her, what, like two years ago. (laughs) So, you're welcome, BB Doobie, and she was amazing live, absolutely amazing live. So, love it! Nice pick. Uh, last one for me, um actually Didi will know this artist uh we made our return to school night in la last week on monday night nobody look it up nobody go um terrible event never go leave it for us uh but it's a place where some of music's best are discovered way before most people know about them um one that's more. Known to me, somebody that doesn't live in L.A., but have been to school tonight a handful of times, was where we discovered the Aces, and now they're like growing and growing and becoming huge and doing really well. But we got to hear and discover uh, a band by the name of Girlhouse, who I really dug her sound. I really dug the sound that Girlhouse had um she's currently based in nashville she got a really great voice um and is a really good guitar player she's got some softer melodic songs and some more upbeat songs so i'm gonna put cool guy on there and knuckle tattoo give you a little taste of both because we want to bring those new and upcoming artists to you brunch breakdown fans so uh, girl house cool guy and knuckle tattoo
0: nice nice all right last one Pusha T, put out a new album. You guys know I love Pusha T. Puts out that great music. That makes you just want to put my hood up, drive around, just windows down. Just clap your hands. I can <laughs> hate you guys. Anyways, <laughs> Scrape It Off is what the song is called. And it's fire. It's Lil Uzi Burt, Don Tolliver. And I hate all of you. But Pusha T, <laughs> scrape it off. That's my last one. Screw you guys. You guys are freaking terrible.
1: Didi spent too much time with the kids at Disneyland. And that, <laughs> so that's why his first uh, reaction is he's Listen, <laughs> <laughs> so I've been there, man. I, we do a lot of head, shoulders, knees, and toes.
0: We do a lot of baby shark. Nah, no, 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 don't, no, no, don't, don't. You haven't been there. You haven't. I'm just, no, letting I'm just you saying. Know. You I haven't been there.
1: I understand why you would say clap your hands to the song. I understand where that no comes from.
0: the reason i said clap my hand is because it is a latin infused banger and when you are listening to that kind of music you are clapping your hands okay I, when you yeah. listen to don't go yet you will understand i'm telling you when that shit kicks in whoo, it, it's a hand somebody clapper. else take the wheel here, here we, we go, go. it's I'm not even you. a toe
1: tapper it's a hand clapper That's i'm
0: telling is. you i just I, I i just need you to listen to the song like asap Like ASAP,
2: man, if we didn't have goulash brunch, this would be hand clapping brunch in a second. That's
0: clap your hands.
2: I love it. I love what a return to the brunch breakdown we have.
0: Oh, god, (laughs) screw you guys. (laughs) Any final thoughts? Uh,
1: I know, (laughs) no, I don't know. I want to know what
2: breakfast item people would say and the one got to go we didn't mention that but i we want to know we'll post the video we'll post the graphic let us know people grits coffee hash brown sausage eggs oj what are you getting rid of and we'll just think about it for the rest of the week in misery and think we made a mistake <laughs> <laughs> that's it and that's the brunch breakdown we're out